Where did you go? Been around. Oh, oh my God. Oh, I'm freaking out. You just disappeared. What? I took off. But you didn't say anything. You just left. Yeah. I think I really wanted to stick around after that. What? You got a lot to learn about men, kiddo. Although I guess you proved that last night. What are you saying? Let's not make an issue out of it, okay? In fact, let's not talk about it at all. It happened. I, I don't understand. Was it me? Was I not good? <laughs> you were great. Really, I thought you were a pro. How can you say this to me? Lighten up. It was a good time. It doesn't mean like we have to make a big deal. It is a big deal. It's what? Bells ringing, fireworks, a dulcet choir of pretty little birdies? <laughs> Come on, Buffy. Sound like I've never been there before. Welcome to another episode of Boys Watching Buffy. We're just two boys watching every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, giving our thoughts, our review, our reaction. We are your hosts. I am Joe Welke. I am Vance Tucker. Oh, going last name today. Sometimes okay. I throw it out there, baby. All right. And today we're talking about season two, episode 14, Innocence, written and directed by Joss Whedon. The original air date was January 20th, 1998. This came out a day after the last episode um, to an audience of 7.94 million. Biggest audience yet. Wait, so this came out like the next day? Yeah, the last episode, Surprise, came out on January 19th, 1998. And this one came out January 20th, 1998. So Interesting. this one should have been titled Surprise. Uh-oh, there's a <laughs> cop car going on. <laughs> They're coming for us, Vance. No. <laughs> the pod, it's getting too big. We're spreading too much vampire misinformation. <laughs> yeah, vampire misinformation. <laughs> Can they come in if they're invited? Who knows? <laughs> how, how long do they eat? Do they have to eat every day? Uh, this is a banger of an episode. There's a lot going on here. Yeah. And there is an, some absolutely... I know it was supposed to be like badass moments. They were hysterical to me. Yep. Uh, there were some very funny moments. There were some very heart-wrenching moments. There's some moments that make you go, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm very much looking forward to doing this episode with yeah. you today. <laughs> I've been excited to do this since I watched the episode last night. So Yeah. yeah. All right. So let's get into it. Um so we start off with Spike basically being pissed and he's talking to Drusilla about how he's pissed that Buffy and Angel know about the judge and the judge is like off in a corner kneeling. <laughs> he's and, like meditating. Yeah, and Spike's like, what the hell's up with this guy? This guy hasn't killed anybody yet. Like we brought him to destroy the world and he's just sitting here. And he's like, I'm gathering my strength. The judge says that. Yeah. And Spike's like, um, it looks an awful lot like you're just sitting on your ass, buddy. 
Yeah, I mean, that's what people do, you know. Sometimes you see someone sitting on the couch and they're doing work. They're doing work, you know. Absolutely. Their brain is moving. Just sitting on their heels. Yeah. They're working. It might it might seem like he's not working, but he's doing stuff. He's doing his breathing yeah. exercises. I also wouldn't trash talk a person that can just touch and kill a vampire. Right? I love that Spike has this. He's in a wheelchair. It's so, so he's like not. And he's just like more flippant and disrespectful than ever. What happened to him, man? He's in a wheelchair. Yeah. I don't know. I guess he doesn't have the crazy vampire healing powers or something. I don't yes. know. Um, but then Drusilla starts to have a vision about Angel. And she falls to the floor and Spike does the whole like, what is it, love? And she just starts doing her creepy laugh and just like, oh, I angel. And uh, if you don't remember from last episode where we kind of come back to the ending there, uh, Buffy wakes up in Angel's bed alone after their night of lovemaking. And Angel's in the street getting rained on, screaming Buffy because his curse has been lifted because he found pure happiness. Mm-hmm. But the unsuspecting woman who's trying to help him doesn't know this. She comes up over to him. She's like, hey, do you need me to call 911? And he pops right back up. He's like, no, you know what? I'm feeling fine. This lady is smoking a cigarette. <laughs> I need to say this. This woman's smoking a cigarette. <laughs> yep. And she's like, oh, okay, I'm glad that you're feeling better. Takes a puff of her cigarette. Angel turns around with vampire face. Bites her neck to feed on her. And then when he's done feeding on her, blows smoke. (laughs) It's like, that is incredible. It's so stupid that it's genius. Yeah. It is. Like, all it is amazing in such, like, I wrote ha 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 in my notes, just like, (laughs) because it's. It's no way it ever physically could ever happen, but it's I don't so know, man. funny. He, you are sucking blood out of her neck. It's no way smoke is getting into your lungs. I'm just saying. I thought of it as like like a tracheotomy hole <laughs> yeah, where she's she's smoking, and he like goes so deep into her throat that he <laughs> creates a tracheotomy hole, sucks the smoke from her lungs, and then blows out the dude. It was amazing. It's- it's a great villain reveal for angel though it's it's oh, perfect. Yeah. like i would not take this out of the episode it's well it's, it's also it's also like there's been so many lead-up moments of like smoking is bad smoking is bad yeah, yeah. and then as soon as angel turns bad he starts smoking <laughs> yeah, which is fantastic like good point yeah like it, it's so great and so stupid and so silly but i loved every second of it yep my my note says uh Lady goes to help. Angel eats her. Smokes because she was smoking. <laughs> Mine just says Angel bites neck and blows smoke. Ha 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 ha. Incredible. <laughs> and yeah, we are starting this episode off hot. Hot. Yeah. yeah. Smoking hot. Smoking hot. <laughs> yeah. So then we have the intro song. Um, and then Buffy's walking to her home and she sneaks in. Because her mom doesn't know where she was all night. Or she thinks she was at Willow's. So she starts to walk up the stairs. She's fully dressed. Yeah. Then the mom goes, hey, Buffy. Buffy turns around, starts walking down the stairs. And the mom is like, 
what are you doing? And then Buffy goes, oh, I was just going to go take a shower. It's like, you're fully dressed and you're walking downstairs. Yeah, I was really confused by that because I started to write, why are you fully dressed? Yeah. But then I was like, oh, she was at Willow's. So she's coming back home from Willow's. But she did do the step turn down like she was coming yeah. from her room. Yeah, uh, uh, I mean, this is the nitpickiest of nitpicks. No, I mean, I'm just surprised you thought the same thing. It was just like a weird yeah. setup of yeah. either you were away with Willow and you're coming home the next morning, or I think she was supposed to be at Willow's late, came back home late at night, and then came back. Yeah, and it's yeah, coming that, down. That checks out. But she's fully dressed, not like. Not no, like, she's got boots yeah. on, and she's trying to be sneaky, and then she gets on the steps just like, clang, 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 clang. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, no, I'm going to take a shower. And her mom's like, okay. Wait, <laughs> Buffy, you, something looks different about yeah, you. Yeah, is everything okay? And Buffy's uh, like, what? No, I didn't have sex with a vampire. <laughs> she's like, I know. It happens to all of us girls at that age. Yeah, the mom is so suspicious. You got her eyebrows like, all right, okay. All right, I should be more suspicious about you being fully dressed about take a shower, but okay. <laughs> So then we cut to the school and Xander pops into the library and it turns out he was staking out a uh, bus stop all night looking for vampires. Which Everybody is was crazy. Yeah. Why Why were they doing that? Uh, they were trying to figure out if the pieces were going away or something because they don't know the judges together. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I forget exactly. I was kind of confused here. But Xander had some funny lines about, you know, like homeless people wanting mm. to wash his hair for him and yeah. stuff. Um, Xander and Willow are like, well, we know where Spike and Drusilla are, so we should go to their warehouse and rescue Buffy. And Giles and Jenny Callender and Cordelia are like, that's stupid. And Willow's like, you're all stupid. We're going to go save Buffy. And then Buffy shows up just at that time. Well, I mean, Xander is adamant about saving. Like, Xander's got a lot of, and we understand kind of later why but he's brave yeah. as fuck yeah like he's so like he's like i don't give a shit like we're going well, he's always he's always been like brave but stupid brave you yeah. know like he's like willing to throw himself in danger for buffy yeah or cadelia like he's safe oh, or willow yeah, yeah like, that's he's, true he's a down friend like who did he tell like if you hurt willow i'll kill you buffy okay okay <laughs> yeah that he told Buffy that if something happened to Willow, that he'd hurt yeah. her. Yeah, yeah, he's a he's a wild card, dude. <laughs> oh, hey, don't don't fuck with his friends. Yeah, so Even Buffy if shows you're up. His friend. <laughs> <laughs> so Buffy shows up and she tells everybody that the judge has been assembled, and they're like, "Oh no, we need to beat the judge." Like Giles is like, "Well, we need to destroy him, and I need to research more about him," and. Buffy's like, yep, you should do that. Willow's concerned about uh, Angel because Buffy was like, he didn't check in with any of you guys. Where is he? And then Willow's like, oh, man, I wonder where Angel is. And then she and Aunt Buffy kind of have like a, a moment of like, what's going on? What's going on? And then uh, Jenny Callender is suspicious of Buffy for some reason. I forget what happened there, but like Jenny Callender did something and there was like an odd moment between her and Buffy. Uh, no, she's walking up the stairs and then uh, and then they just see Jenny Callender like looking, watching. Is that what you're talking about? When they walk away? Maybe. 
I, I don't know. I have written in my note, Jenny Callender is suspicious of Buffy, but I didn't take very good notes for this episode, apparently, because I completely forgot what I uh, yeah, She's going up about. the stairs. It's a bunch of don't do drugs right, posters. Right, right, right. And then right, uh, right, right. you see Jenny yeah. Callender. It's really oddly framed because the posters take up most of the the, yeah. the shot. And then, and again, yeah. and uh, we did have a, a listener uh, bring up that, if you're watching, if we're watching this on Amazon, which I am watching it on, we are watching yeah, same. crappy remasters. Yeah, this is kind of like when Disney remastered The Simpsons, and yeah. like you lose some of like visual gags. Yeah, they're not in the four three aspect ratio that it should be in. Um, and yeah. I think Hulu might have some of the seasons on it, but in my research, it looks like it's really hard to find the original version. Damn. Um, well, guess who doesn't have Hulu? Your boy. Uh, um, so I'm sorry, your listeners. We're gonna be. I'm gonna be rewatching this remastered version. Yeah, it's unfortunate, but yeah. So we don't um, know. The framing probably could have been a little different here. You probably yeah. aren't supposed to see as much of that poster wall. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, Miss Calendar's looking over the stairway, and she's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, I got my eye on you, Buffy." Basically. Um. Then we cut to Drusilla, who is woken up from her faint attack. And she's laying on a table and she's spike wheels over and he's like, what are you doing, love? And she's like, I'm counting the stars and I'm naming the stars. <laughs> and Spike goes, <laughs> you so can't dumb. see the stars, love. That's the ceiling. Also, it's daytime. <laughs> <laughs> I like, and she's like, and Drusilla's like, I can still see him. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm like, Spike, why are you being so literal here? Yeah. You're obviously involved with a crazy person. Like, you should know this by now. Yeah. And it's like, whatever. I love, like, the moments that he chooses to bring her back to reality. Yeah. <laughs> I know like, you, I know all your visions come true and we're vampires and magical stuff happens. And there's a, <laughs> there's a demon judge walking around the room. But you can't see stars. <laughs> we're silly, silly bitch. <laughs> but this is when Angel shows up and Spike is like, oh, you just don't know when to quit. Let's all beat up Angel. And then the judge turns around and he goes to attack Angel and Angel's like, oh no, you're attacking me. Oh, except it just tickles. And the judge is like, yeah, there's nothing to take from this guy. He has no humanity. And then Spike's like, shit, welcome back, dude. (laughs) It's really weird how how angel knew he had zero humanity into him in him yeah like even spike and drusilla have some in them yeah because the judge wanted to kill them immediately upon and nerdy up. vampire obviously had some in him yeah how does how does angel have zero in him i don't know he's a true g i yeah. guess he's yeah. a city boy <laughs> <laughs> once that curse gets lifted um but yeah this is is this the scene where uh uh, what does Angel end up doing? Like they, it's just where they ask how did this happen, and he's like, "You wouldn't believe it if I told you." Yeah, and then and, and, like, and then and then Spike just like, ah, who cares? And I'm like, yeah, what? No, well, this this is also one of my favorite lines. Is uh, Spike says something like, "I can't believe you're back," and Angel goes, "Yeah, baby, I'm back." <laughs> it's just like he is cheesing it up so yeah. much it's so funny I, but yeah was, then they asked like how how did this happen he's like who cares yeah and i'm like come on definitely find out like curious yeah, right <laughs> um yeah 
I want him to say, hey, I banged a Slayer and this happened. So they'd be like, what? Yeah, he's and like, Drusilla you... gets super jealous. Right. Um, uh, but I, it's interesting. I, I do want to note that this episode is a great David Boreanaz letting him like spread his wings and like stretch his acting. Like, because he's mm-hmm. been the the like angel character and he's just been like, oh, the brooding, okay. whispery. Broody, yeah. But this one, he gets to like really let loose and it's, it's, it's pretty fun. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he, he's teaming up with Drusilla and Spike and he's like, let's all kill, let's all destroy the world and all this stuff. And he takes a match. He lights a cigarette cause he's a bad boy now. <laughs> uh, and Spike's like, all right, well let's get the judge and he's going to destroy the world. And then Angel's like, no, I want to kill the Slayer. And then Spike goes, uh, she's part of the world, though. <laughs> She'll definitely die if we get yeah. the judge. And then Angel's like, give me a night. I want to fuck with her. And then Spike's like, oh, you really want to hurt this girl. And then Drusilla's like, oh, you want to do what you to her what you did to me, basically. Yeah. And Angel's like, takes a puff of cigarette and he's like, you bet your ass. I think that line that Drusilla says comes up a little later. But yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, this is a point that I I miss bringing up last episode. So vampires drink human blood, right? Yes. The judge plans to kill all humanity. Yep. What do the vampires do after that? Yeah, this is like one of those <laughs> typical bad guy things where it's like, I'm going to destroy the world. And it's like, yeah, but where are you going to live? Yeah, now? like, like you live what's in it for you? Yeah. <laughs> so like because people aren't a problem for vampires yeah no they're i think that they said that they're going to keep some of them as like farm animals maybe okay maybe i don't don't know well they also do drink pig blood too yeah but they don't like it yeah it's not as good yeah and people are fine just go to the mall scoop up someone drink them yeah lie in the alleyway if somebody's smoking will show up i just the vampires have such bad strategies. Like, all of them live in Sunnydale. Like, they have a, such a huge congregation. Like, eventually someone's going to get suspicious that all of these missing people, like, spread out. Yeah. They've been, around the, or, for, they've been around for hundreds of years. They've been doing fine. Or go to L.A. or New York. Like, there's so many people there. Like, most of the time they wouldn't even Yeah, be but it's not the Hellmouth, baby. It's not the Hellmouth. <sighs> um, so stupid. Spike also got introduced smoking too. I just remembered when mm-hmm. he pulls up. Yeah. Yep. If you smoke a cigarette, you're a bad guy in this. Yeah. Um, so Willow is then on the phone with Buffy and they're all worried about Angel. They still haven't heard from him. Xander and Willow and Cordelia and Giles are researching the judge. And then Cordelia is getting kind of jealous of Xander's fondness for Buffy. And she's like, you know, you wouldn't. You're, you're like going to risk your life to save Buffy. You wouldn't do that for me, except he has. Multiple times. Yeah. Yeah. I noted that. He I was like, specifically he's... saved her like <laughs> yeah. a couple of times. Like that one time he saved her that we thought that there was going to be like a moment between them. And then he's like, yeah, whatever. Get away from me, Cordelia. Yeah. I distinctly remember that. Mm-hmm. But I guess that Cordelia doesn't. It's all, it's like, what have you done for me lately? Yeah. So... Then he's like, all right, I'm sorry. Can we make up and uh, like make out in the closet? And 
Courtney's like, I don't want to make up, but I do want to do that making out part. So they start making out in the stacks and then they pull apart. Dun, dun, dun. Willow sees them smooching. Yeah. And then she runs away and Xander runs after. He's like, Willow, wait. And then Cordelia's left there like, what the hell is yeah. What's going on here? I, I just realized Xander's in like one of the best positions ever. He's making out with Cordelia. He's got mm-hmm. Willow like obsessed with him. And then mm-hmm. he's got Buffy that he likes. So he's in like a triangle where he's got wants. He wants someone and he has a person he's with too. Like he has all, every base covered. He's getting a job while he's already got a job. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Exactly. <laughs> and then he's turning down jobs that he doesn't. And he's yeah. turning down another one. Yeah. Uh, so he chases after her, after Willow. And Willow's like, how could you do that with Cordelia? Like, we hate Cordelia. There's a we hate Cordelia fan club and you're the treasurer. And then Xander's like, I don't know what to say. Like, it just kind of happened. I We just kiss. Like, it's not that big of a deal. We just make out. And then Willow... And this was so heartbreaking Mm -hmm. because she's like, it just makes me so sad because it means that you'd rather be with someone you hate over me. Yeah. And it was like, damn, dude. Yeah. 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 It's a tough one. It's a tough one to take. And it's like, I think he'd just rather be with someone that he considers super hot (laughs) rather than you. Like, I guess that's. Or it's like eh. the taboo of being with Cordelia, you know? I just think it kind of happened. They're like fighting led to that. Like, him, kind of and, like a, him and Willow don't really belong together. Yeah, Xander's kind of like a glutton for punishment, though, because he keeps going after like the girls that don't want him. Mm-hmm. And Cordelia's like constantly embarrassed by him. And Buffy doesn't want anything to do with him. But that's what he wants. Yeah. And he's known Willow since they were like, seems like since they were kids. Yeah. 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 Willow. Yeah. Yeah. So then Buffy is walking up to her her house and then she's like, you know what? I'm actually very concerned about where Angel is. I'm gonna go to his apartment. So she goes to Angel's apartment and she sees a shirt on his bed and she walks over to the bed and Angel pokes around the corner with his shirt off and he's like, Oh hey, what are you doing here? And Buffy's like, I was so worried about you. Why didn't you contact me? I was like, why would I fucking contact you? What? So we banged? Like, what, what am I going to contact you? Like, don't be such a weird lady about it. Stop being such a broad. And Buffy's like, Angel, how could you do this? I was so worried. And he's like, why are you worried? What? And then she's like, I, I was just so happy that you're alive and well. And... <laughs> He said something about, like, you don't know how to please a man in bed or something. And she's like, was it me? He's like, oh, you know, I've been with so many. And like, yeah, you knew what this was. It's like, I got what I wanted. Like, it's all horrible. All the cliche bad guy. Like, I was just using you to get have sex tropes. Yeah. And yeah, she said he like. She asks, was it me? And he just laughs in her face. Yeah. And he's like, no, it was great. It was so great. Yeah. And she's like, what the hell is wrong with you? And then he like pinches her cheek and he says, oh, I have it written down. Oh, it's not like I haven't been there before, you know? Yeah. And then he's like, all right, I'm going to head out now, though. 
And she's like, but Angel, I love you. And then he kind of like snickers like, yeah, I love you too. See ya. Yeah. And, <laughs> and she's just left when, there standing there to cry. When she said, I love you, it was like what you brought up last episode about girls doing a breakup, dropping mm-hmm. the I love you as a as a, a, a last last ditch effort. Yeah. Move. Because um, she's like teary eyed. He's just been a jerk this whole conversation. It's insane how big of a dick he is. And he's getting dressed the whole time and getting ready to go out. Like, it's kind of perfect. And he's doing a great job of it. Yeah. Like, this is not the angel that we know. Like, and he's having yeah. so much fun with it. Because it's fun playing an actor, an actor playing a jerk character, you know? Yeah. He, yeah. And he is, like, hamming it up. Yeah. He's doing it. He's enjoying every bit of it. And Buffy's yeah. doing a great job, like, being hurt as fuck. <laughs> yeah, dude, she is devastated. Yeah, yeah, it was a good. A f- this is kind of sound, kind of sound fucked up, but it was a fun scene. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's, yeah, it's a fun traumatic scene. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was a nice fun traumatic scene. Um, then we cut to Jenny Calendar and her uncle, and her uncle's lecturing her about vengeance and how they don't give a fuck about justice; they care about vengeance. And Angel needs to feel the pain and uh jenny calendar's like well i mean angel's helping and there are a lot bigger problems in this town that he's helping us with and we kind of need him so maybe we shouldn't mess with him so much and the uncle's like nah fuck that we need to make sure he's miserable and keep his human soul and make sure that he's suffering constantly um but there's a line in the scene where she says this is insanity people will die yeah. And I was like, what do you talk what what part is insanity? Like it felt like she was just saying a line that didn't relate to anything. Well, I think that she also is realizing now that Angel like Angelus is back. Yeah. But but like why is she saying this is insanity? People will die. Like what like I think it, because it's not like the uncle did something crazy that led to this. Yeah. Like yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like that's what I'm getting. Like the curse stopped him from killing people. You were supposed to stop Buffy from having sex with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you didn't do that. And now she's like mad at the uncle. Like, this is crazy talk. He's like, he's just telling you what happened. Yeah, dude. I mean, th- their whole thing still confuses me a little bit. I know that you explained it last time and I have kind of a grip oh of it. But God. like, <laughs> are you still confused by that? Look, I'm dumb. All right. Sorry, listen, listeners. Of the two of us, I'm the dumb one here. Stop Buffy from having sex or the curse gets lifted. That's what okay, he wants. Okay, but then why are they having this discussion? No, this discussion doesn't make any sense. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Uh, That's what I'm... I was just saying. I was just saying that I was literally <laughs> saying that this conversation doesn't make sense. Yeah. Um. So then Jenny Calendar leaves. She's like, you're all fools. Uh, and people are going to die, blah, blah, blah. So then we go back to school and Xander's walking around the hallway and Willow shows up again. And he's like, where did you go? And she's like, I went home for a little bit. And look, we need to figure out this relationship between you and I, because it's kind of fucked up. You've got emotional problems, dude. I don't know what you're doing with Cornelia, but there are much bigger things going on with this judge. So we need to put aside our differences and research how to kill the judge. And then Xander's like, all right, that's great. I've got an idea. I've got a big idea. I got a plan, actually. And then they're like, all right, well, let's go tell the gang the plan. So they start to walk away, and then Angel shows up. Lights go out. Lights go out. 
they're all creeped out. I love the visual of the lights going out when a, when Xander says he has an idea because it's the complete <laughs> opposite of the light bulb turning on. Yeah, <laughs> I like. I really love that. Yeah, yeah. And so the lights go out. Angel shows up, and they're all like, "Angel, thank God you're here. You can finally help us. I have a plan." And he's like, "All right, cool. Actually, though, I got something to show you guys." Xander, go get the others. I want to show everybody. And Willow, you come here. And Xander's like, on it. I'll go do whatever you say. All of a sudden now, Angel, this guy that I don't <laughs> like. And I've always been like, what's up with you? So Xander goes to get the other. And then Willow is alone with Angel. And Angel's like, perfect, like, devil, creepy temptation. Mm-hmm. Like, come here. I, I want to show you this thing. And he's standing in the shadows. Yeah, so you can't see his vampire face. Mm -hmm. And so Willow starts walking. She's like, oh, my God, I'm so glad that you're back. Buffy was so worried about you. Have you talked to Buffy? And he's like, yeah, I talked to Buffy. Just come here. And then from behind, Jenny Callender comes out holding a cross. And she goes, Willow, step away from the angel. (laughs) And Willow's like, wait, what? Why are you acting like this? Angel rushes her and grabs her. And then... uh, Xander comes running back and he's like, what the fuck? Because it, it dawns on him. It. it dawns on him. Like he doesn't go all the way. Like he stops halfway and turns back around because he's like, yeah. something didn't feel right about that. Yeah. yeah. So he comes back and then he's got uh, Angel has Willow hostage now. And he's like, I'm going to kill Willow in front of all of you guys. And Jenny's like, Willow, step away. And she's holding out the cross. Then Buffy comes up from behind Angel and she's like, Angel, Put her down. And Angel's like, oh, thank God that you're here. Now I get to show you what Angelus is all about. And I'm going to kill everyone that's closest to you in front of you. And I'm going to make you go insane just like I did to Drusilla, basically. And while he's lecturing Buffy about all this stuff and she's crying, Xander grabs the cross from Jenny Callender's hand, sneaks up from behind Angel. And then just as he's about to bite Willow, Xander turns Angel around, puts the cross in his face. Angel freaks out, drops Willow. They fall into the wall. Angel runs and rushes Buffy, throws her into the wall. And he's like, all right, I'm out. See ya. No, no, no. He kisses Buffy. Oh, yeah. He kisses her. Come on, man. Look, I was taking (laughs) notes. That build up, I was like, oh, you're going to nail it. And you. (laughs) I fucked it up. I was like, you didn't stick the landing on that one. Because he pushes Willow against the wall and then he goes over to uh, Buffy and kisses her, which is amazing. Yeah. And then runs out. That was... Dude, Evil Angel is so good. Yeah, I mean, it's like, okay, because we were like, oh, we love Spike's like full-on evil badassery. Like, everybody Mm -hmm. likes a charismatic bad villain in these shows. And it shows that Angel could be that. Yeah. Yeah. Um... I also big ups to Xander for his courage yeah, and just like, why didn't Jenny do it? Cause she is of two minds about this. Like, I don't know what her plan is. Yeah. I mean, he's a vampire and he's got Willow like, and you know, like at that point, you know, he's turned bad. She's already knows he's Angelus. Like, yeah. So just walk up there and hit him with the, hit him with the cross. Yeah. Yeah, man. But uh, then Buffy's like laying on the ground and she's hurt and she's crying. And 
and everyone's like, Buffy, are you all right? And she's like, I'm fine. Don't worry about me. <laughs> nobody chases after Angel. Angel kills nobody. He just dips out. But he leaves like a warning shot, like, I'm going to fuck with you before I kill you. Which is, dude, that whole scene where he's in the dark, and he's like, come here, though. Yeah. It was kind of like it. You know, when the, the clown is in the sewer, and he's talking to George. He's like, why don't mm-hmm. you come a little closer? Come closer. Yeah. It was so good. I really enjoyed that scene. Um, I was happy so everybody the- was there. I was happy everyone was there to see it, too. And it wasn't just like two people saw it and then they had to like talk about like i think angelus is back like they're like no he's good and they're like no he's bad like none of that debate everyone saw it yeah it's it's what it is yeah and so the gang has a debrief in the library with giles and buffy's all sad and willow is then suspicious of jenny calendar because she's like how did you know that Angel had turned bad already because you were there and you were already ready to like hurt him. And I was still walking towards him. So what was up with that? And then Jenny, great lie here. Mm-hmm. She was like, I saw his face. He had vampire face. And Will was like, okay. Yeah. I was like, very believable. Yeah. I was like, that's a hundred percent perfect. Like you didn't stumble over and say, oh, uh, uh, uh. yeah, he <laughs> didn't pull a Buffy and just go, uh, I saw, um, I got a text. Yeah, Jenny's like very slick with the lies. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Um. So then they're talking about like, well, how could this have happened to Angel? Some kind of event must have triggered this. And Giles is like, what? What did you and Angel do last night, Buffy? And Buffy's like, shut up! I didn't do anything. <laughs> and then he's like, no, but something must have made this happen. So what the what's going on? And then Buffy's like, nothing. It's private. And then she gets up and runs out. And Giles is like, what the hell's up with her? And then Willow's like, Giles, stay out of it. Yeah, she's like, Giles, <laughs> shut up. And it, the way she delivers it, it's like she's watching Buffy run away tearful. And like mm-hmm. it dawns on her. And like you still hear Giles in the background. Like it's really, really done well. And like yeah. Willow's just like, Giles, shut up. Like it's <laughs> such a like, that one line had so much emotion behind it. And so much mm-hmm. like subtext. It was so well done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then we get back to Xander being like, you know what? All this crazy shit's happening. I got a plan still, and I'm going to tell you all my plan. But he doesn't. So then, yeah, but you know, he doesn't. He tells his plan, but in the most vague terms Well, his, says his plan involves Cordelia, not Willow. Yeah. And they need a van. And yep. she says, I'll get Oz's van. Yep. Um, so then... Angel goes back to Spike in Drusilla's warehouse, basically to brag, like, guys, I've been fucking with Buffy so much. She's going to go crazy. And then, and then, yeah, this is when Drusilla's like, oh, you want to hurt her like you hurt me? And he's like, yeah, of course I do. And Spike's like, hey, how about we just kill her? Uh, I want her dead. And then Angel's like, you don't get it, dude. I want to fuck with this dude. Spike's like, no, but it'd be better if she was dead, though. <laughs> does he, like, kiss Spike on the forehead? Yeah, he does. It's very <laughs> condescending. Yeah. Like, Angel is so condescending to Spike and in this he, whole episode. And then Drusilla's always like, my angel knows what he's doing. And I'm yeah. just like, what is this? Do you guys hate Angel or do you love him? Like, Yeah. Yeah, dude. Spike's getting cocked super hard in this episode. Yeah, and it's like, remember they were torturing him? And like, Mm -hmm. but I guess they all, like, they know, okay, when he was a bad guy, he turned Mm -hmm. Drusilla 
Yes. He tortured her and turned her into a vampire. Yes. But she still, I guess, had like that victim love for him still. Like Stockholm syndrome yeah, type thing. Like like uh the, the when you're with your abuser, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh I guess because but then it seemed like when she was sick, she was like, fuck this guy. But were they saying fuck this guy because he's not the mean angel anymore? But before she was sick, she was still obsessed with him because I remember they met up in the graveyard and they had like yeah. that lovely conversation. Yeah. So I think that she still has feelings for Angel. Oh, and yeah. she's I kind of love this love triangle that's happening here. Yeah, she's settling for Spike. Like if Angel was like, Drusilla, I want you back, she'd leave Spike in a heartbeat. Yeah. And Spike be there in his scarred face and wheelchair like, but, but, <laughs> but, 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 wait, wait, this isn't how this was supposed to happen. No. Um, so then Buffy's at home and she's looking at the cross that Angel gave her and she's looking at the clotter ring and she just starts crying her eyes out. And then she has a sex dream about Angel and that sex dream turns into a vision. I didn't think that was a sex dream as much of just the flash of what actually had happened. Well, it was, I think it was definitely a sex dream because she was in bed and then she wakes up at the end of her premonition that she has after the sex dream yeah okay well after the sex dream she has a premonition and it's good angel telling her like look at all the pieces around you what like what's suspicious and then she turns and jenny calendar has like a veil over her head and she unveils that it's jenny calendar they're at a graveyard and uh she's like oh jenny calendar's the suspicious one I hate stuff like this in yeah. movies and TV shows. I hate the it's dream, a the dream that gives you an answer. Because yeah. also, they already set up that Willow was like a little suspicious, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, we have like a real world, like, we could probably figure this out if we put some stuff together, right? Yeah. Instead, it's like, eh, Buffy just dreams it. Well, it is established. I mean, it, that it is Buffy established has, in the Buffy verse that they yeah. have premonitions, but it's eh, as a storytelling device, it always feels a little, yeah. little cop outish. Yeah, but it's not the worst thing, but it's not, you know. So after she sees that Jenny Calendar premonition, she, you know, snap wakes up. She like uncovers herself, is hustling the school. She is booking it to Jenny Calendar's office. She walks in the middle of a computer class that Jenny Calendar's teaching, just goes up and choke slams her on a desk. And she's like, what do you know? And Giles is there for some reason. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, everybody, class is dismissed. Get out of here. Get out of here. You don't need to see what's going on. And, and, and Buffy's just like, what do you know? You tell me everything that happened. What's up with you? Who are you really? And then how, Jenny Calendars gives up everything. How are you not in the hallway as a student, like, talking about this? How are like, you not this not this leaving? Would, I would stay and, like, get a fucking this camcorder news, out. This news would just, like, ripple through the school. Buffy mm-hmm. stormed in and chokeslammed a teacher. <laughs> Dude, where's the principal that wants to get her kicked out? She chokeslammed the computer teacher. <laughs> in front of everybody. Yeah, dude. And like that would go like wildfire. And you brought up a good point. Why is Giles just standing there? Yeah. <laughs> He's like it was like it's a computer class and you have the librarian just standing <laughs> at the front desk. It made no sense why he was there, but he <laughs> has to be the one to be like, Everybody out. 
he has to be there to hear this for the scene. Um, yeah. But yeah. So Buffy's like, who are you? What are you really? What's your plan? And then Jenny Calendar is basically like, look, here's what's going on. I was sent here because I'm from a gypsy town or whatever. And we were meant to keep an eye on Angel. I was never supposed to get involved with you. I was just supposed to keep you away from Angel because I needed to make Angel suffer or something because he destroyed my town. And Giles is like, what? You're a double agent? You're a mole? I mean, I brought a demon back to life and killed a guy when I was younger, but like your story. <laughs> right? And I also turned you into a demon briefly. Yeah. But how dare you lie to me? Yeah. Good Lord. <laughs> oh, the double standards. I just love how much choking goes on in this. My, I know. That was like, she went straight for the throat. She, Undertaker, slammed her on that desk, yeah. dude. It was awesome. Um, so she's like, well, Angel can the can have his curse lifted if he has a moment of true happiness. And I think that's probably what must have happened. And Giles is like, wait, what could have made him so happy? Why is he such a happy guy? And he looks at Buffy and Buffy like gives him the eye like, Giles, stop being such a naive dude. <laughs> And then Giles is like, oh my. <laughs> and this is where the show equates sex with pure happiness. Yep. <laughs> well, making love and confessions of love or whatever. But it only happened after they had sex. Yes. Because exactly. they said, I love you to they each said, other I love before. You. They've been like a couple. They've been like smooching. They've been kissing. They've been making out. They've been like saving each other's lives. They have reached every pinnacle of like love. Yeah. Except from crossing that boundary. And it's just yep. basically that. That's yep. what did it. Yep. Well, Giles, let me tell you, I was sucking on that thing. <laughs> it was real happy. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, Giles, Angel tapped that ass. Um, so then... We cut to well, oh no oh no yeah 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 never mind. So then Buffy's like, well, why don't you just curse Angel again? I want you to curse him again so he has his humanity again. And the Jenny Keller's like, well, I can't. All of those curses—they're in old texts and they're lost forever. And she's like, somebody's got to know how to do this. All right, take me to somebody that knows how to do this. And then she's like, all right, I'll take you to my uncle. So then we cut to the uncle, and a door is opening. And he's got his back to the door and he's smoking a pipe or something. And he goes, I knew you'd come looking for answers and I'll answer all of your questions if you want. And he stands up and he turns around and it's Angel who's there. And he goes, oh, I don't got any questions. And I was like, this is such a great villain reveal to the uncle. I thought it, it was like, a great, I thought it was a great misdirect. It was a yeah. perfect setup for the scene before. We're going to go was. see the uncle. You cut to the uncle. You hear that. You see the door open. You expect you expect Buffy and the team to come in there. It was a great, yeah. great misdirect. Great it misdirect. was a great setup. Great misdirect. And Angel in the scene again, being true villain. So good, dude. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very awesome. Just like, oh, I don't got any questions. I'm here to fucking murder your ass, dude. Yeah. And then the uncle looks like, oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Um. 
I love it. So then we go to Xander, who's hatching his plan now. And his plan is involving the army. He's got Oz driving the van. He's like, all right, Cordelia, you need to come with me to this army base. And you need to, previously, he's like, you need to dress trashier than you usually do. And <laughs> trashier, for some reason, is just like a silver pea coat and pants. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, so then they break into an army base and Xander's like, man, it's really easy to get into this army base, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really, this, this security is real flimsy. Yep. So they're going into an armory. And right as they're reaching for the door, a soldier stops them. He's like, hey, who the hell are you guys? And he's like, I'm Private Harris. I'm with the 33rd Division. And the soldier's like, that's not even a real division, dude. Like, who the hell are you guys? And Xander turns around and he goes, look, man, I'm just, uh, I just got deployed or something. He says, like, I'm I just on leave. Can't. Yeah, I'm on leave. I just got back to this thing. I'm with this chick. And you know how big guns get the girls all hot and bothered. So I wanted to show her some big guns. And then the soldier's like, I don't think I should allow you to do this. And then Xander's like, well, I think that your boots aren't regulation. He like dresses this guy down. He's like, yeah. your boots aren't regulation. You're really sloppy and you're here interrogating me. And where's your actual post? And you're holding your gun like a sissy. And then the soldier's like, oh, I'm sorry, sir. Okay, I'm sorry. And he's like, I'm going to go in this armory. And I'm going to bang this chick, all right? And the soldier goes, I'll give you 20 minutes. And Xander goes, trust me, I'm only going to need five. And then he turns back around and he goes, forget that last part. I said, yeah. <laughs> so they sneak into the armory. Which is super easy. Super easy. It was like right next to the gate that they cut to like sneak in. Yeah. So they go into the armory and Cordelia's like, how did you know where this armory is? And how did you know where the layout of all this place? And Xander goes, well, remember on Halloween when I turned into an army guy? Uh, oh, sorry, excuse me, a military guy? <laughs> remember when I turned into a military guy? I remember everything from that night. And I remember the layout of all this stuff. I remember where all the guns are. I bet you I could even like get a gun assembled in under 45 seconds or 57 seconds or whatever. So I have all of those memories from that night. And I was like, well, then wait a second. <laughs> yeah, this, this line <laughs> just unravels a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. 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 We're going to go you nitpicky can't. right now, guys, if you want to oh, skip yeah, ahead like five minutes, because we're about oh, to start nitpicking this. We're about to go in deep. Does that mean the little kid remembers choking the grandma? <laughs> the little kid remembers being a goblin? Does Buffy remember being a ditzy fucking uh, revolutionary war girl? Does Willow remember being a ghost? Like, what <laughs> the hell? <laughs> yes. So now Xander should be able to fight pristinely for the rest of the series. Yes. Handle any firearm. Also, why does he know the layout of this base? Yes, because he's like an old-timey military guy. Like, what, like. like, didn't he have a toy gun and, like, some random fatigues? Yes, that his dad got or something. I, I, I guess maybe they came from that base, but like I don't know. Like, well, probably maybe there's something like his dad worked at that military. I, I here, don't know. Here's the thing: I don't even think we needed this explanation to get this weapon. Like this yeah. just blew my mind. Like so, the person that turned into like a giant yeti, yeah, just, just remembers like 
what that is what well there was so much off-screen chaos that we didn't see like somebody definitely killed somebody yeah like everyone seemed to remember everything from that like is buffy having flashbacks of being like a victorian princess or something dude and the the football player that was a rapey pirate well we think he might have just been dressed as a normal pirate that was raping. <laughs> yeah. i think he was just himself dressed i as forgot a that we yeah. had i forgot that we had that uh suspicion yeah but like that line opened up a whole can of worms that there are several questions about yes unnecessary unless it comes unless it comes back it has to come, I don't think it will, but <laughs> yeah. Xander should be a constant badass now. And he has gotten a lot more courageous. True. I will say True. that. Yeah. It explained I mean, that explains that. Why he's yeah. ready to just run into any uh any dangerous situation. But like you said, he should know how to handle all kinds of firearms. And he should be like he knows that he has that in them in him now. So I guess that, that is explaining the like more courageous side of him that we see. But wow, what a what an explanation! <laughs> yeah. So anyway, back to the show. Uh, so he is looking for this weapon that he's getting for Buffy that he needs for his plan, and Cordelia is sitting there, and she's like, "Is that really true? Do girls get horny looking at big guns?" And Xander's like, "Well, I don't know. Yeah, I guess so." And she goes, "Do guys get horny looking at big guns?" And Xander goes. I'm 17 years old. I get horny looking at linoleum. <laughs> I like the line. I always think it's funny when shows have teens state that they're teens and that they do stuff because they're teens. Like, yeah, no one talks like that. You're like, I'm 17 years old. I'm 16. I'm supposed to be partying and having fun. It's like, yeah, you're basing that off of not having any other life experience. Besides being 16. <laughs> yeah. 17 years old. I think about sex looking at linoleum. Yeah. Like when I, when I was 25, that would be different. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So then we cut to the outside and Willow is in the van with Oz. And she turns to Oz and she goes, hey, Oz, you know, we're here all alone. Do you want to make out? And Oz is like, What? And she's like, yeah, you want to make out? And he goes, he has this whole story. And this is a very lovely story that he has. Mm-hmm. He goes, sometimes when we're in class together, I look at you and all I can imagine is kissing you. And it's what I want so bad. And she's like, all right, great. And he goes, but to the casual viewer of this situation right now, <laughs> it seems as if the only reason you want to make out with me right now is because you want to make Xander jealous because he is mooching Cordelia. And I don't want to kiss you under those circumstances. I want you to, I want to kiss you when it's really you wanting to kiss me. So I don't want to kiss you. I can wait. And then Willow's like, Oh my God, that was the most romantic shit I've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> and it was great. Cause at first I was like, Oh man, Oz, you're gonna talk your way out of this makeout session. You know, I mm-hmm. thought it was just gonna be weird, but then he does this, and I'm like, all right, this is good on good. you, Oz. Yeah, I'm like, this is all right. This makes sense. Yeah, and I, 
I, I really liked that scene. Mm-hmm. Like, because you think Oz is like some kind of weird douche guy who's yeah. just like, whatever. But he's a, he's a man of principle. And he's like, look, I know what's up here. Like, I don't want to be with you to make somebody else jealous. I want you to be with me because you like me. And then Willow's like, wow, what a good hearted man. And I, I like that he can see the situation. Like, we have yeah. another character that can see situations. Oz is like the most grounded person in this show. Yeah. Like when they, it was revealed to him that everything's vampires, he's like, no, this makes a ton of sense. Like yeah. this explains a lot of shit that's been going on. I, I this scene, op- this scene starts with, uh, so you guys rob uh, military bases often? And oh. she's like, uh, we don't have cable. Yeah. <laughs> that's what you got to do in this yeah. one Starbucks town. Yeah. yeah. Welcome to the crew, buddy. <laughs> Yeah, I think Oz is such a great addition to this cast. Oh, he's going to be there. Yeah, it was like one of those things where it was like weird that they kept introducing him with like one line. Yeah. And <laughs> so stonery. But uh, I yeah. also, I also, so when Willow was freaking out about Xander kissing Cordelia, if I was Xander, I'd have been like, I mean, you're going out with this guy Oz now. Like, or does he not even know about Oz? Uh, well, he knows like, about Oz because she brings up like, hey, he's got a van. Yeah, but like she's still not like with, with. Like, he was just at the party, like, the night before. Like, that's the first time we've really seen her with him. Um, and okay. he knows that Willow has been obsessed with him. Like, he knows. Yeah. Yeah, it's not the other way around. Yeah. Um. So then we go to uh, Jenny, Buffy, and Giles going to the uncle's place. And the uncle, they find him dead. And on the wall, it is written in blood. Was it good for you too? I was like, this is savage, dude. It is. That would be amazing if Giles hadn't figured it out yet. And he's like, what does that mean? (laughs) (laughs) What what, what kind of message is he leaving you, Buffy? (laughs) Ginny and and Buffy just look at him like, dude. It's like, dude, dude, how how dense are you? (laughs) I thought you were in a band. Yeah. How naive and British can you get? Uh, no, but that is so, cold. that is literally cold blooded, man. Yeah. So they are all panicking about the uh, the uncle being dead, and then meanwhile, back at the vampire warehouse, the vampires and the judge are all planning some kind of attack, and this is like the most embarrassing for Spike thing that happens. Is they're all getting ready to go out and Spike's like in his wheelchair and he's like, all right, well, have fun, you guys. Like, uh, go fun, have fun killing people. I'll be here. And Drusilla like grabs his face and she's like kind of caressing him. And she's like, don't worry, love, we'll be back for you. And then Angel comes from behind, grabs Drusilla's hand off of Spike's face and starts walking hand in hand with her. And I was like, man, yeah. I'm really confused what the dynamic was between the three of them previously. Right? Because it seemed like Spike and Angel were buds back in the day. Did did Angel end up getting the curse put on him, fleeing, and then Spike hooked up with Drusilla? I think that's probably what happened. But then there's no reaction of Angel being like, dude, what are you doing with Drusilla? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know the the backstory of this. I hope we get an episode. All I know is Spike is getting cucked hard. Like, that scene of 
Angel taking Drusilla's hand mm-hmm. off of his face was yeah. just like so sad. You start to feel bad for Spike. I love that this love triangle dynamic has started for them. Yeah, it's so great. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe and maybe that's what pushes Spike to the good side i guess because then it's like hey i gotta take out this angel guy he's a real prick he's stealing now, my girl now we don't know what happens yeah everybody show. listening yeah well, this is our first time viewing we should pre- we should mention that more often this <laughs> is our first we- time going through <laughs> you should um <laughs> uh so here's the thing after what just happened with angel i don't understand how buffy trusts another vampire oh, absolutely like i don't know how you would do that yeah so i'm curious to see the uh the machinations that they come up with so the vampires are all walking out the door and angel and the judge are walking next to each other and and angel's like hey man you're looking pretty spiffy and the judge is just like spiffy And then they walk out and Spike is left there all alone in his wheelchair and he looks so small. They really just needed to like have him move it and it just goes squeak, squeak. Yeah. You know, just, a little, just to add a little <laughs> yeah. sadness to it. It was so sad. Um, so yeah, then Xander goes and he gives Buffy a gigantic package mm-hmm. like this giant wooden crate it looks like the same crate that they got the arm in yeah I was about to episode. say that too yeah. and they open the crate and Xander's like is that good and Buffy's like yep that should do it and Xander's like I'll teach you how to use it she's like alright great thanks and then peering out over the doorway in the background is Jenny Calendar and she's like you guys need my help at all and Buffy's like no we're good Jenny yeah, and she's, she's like, like, get out. Yeah, she's like, get out. And then she's like, are you sure? Because, like, maybe I could be of some help. I'd really like to help. And then Giles goes, Buffy said get out and turns his back on her. So symbolic. Dude, that was epic. That was that was cold. Ooh. And it's such a tiny moment mm-hmm. of him being like, fuck you, Jenny Callum. Yeah. It was so good, dude. Wow. This episode is so good. Yeah, it has those moments, man. Like the Willow being like, shut up, Giles. Shut up. And then yeah. it's like, she said, get out. Like him yeah. saying that to Jenny after like what you know they've been through and how much he likes Jenny. Like mm-hmm. and now he's just like, I can't even look at you. Yeah. And like she's just in the background like, I, I, I didn't. And Jenny hasn't fucked up. Yeah, no. She just happens to be sent there to like oversee stuff like she hasn't actively done anything wrong it was so good though yeah no yeah like that tiny she said get out and it all of this sets up really nice dynamics for future episodes you know absolutely it does like we have to see like how this angel spike thing and drusilla thing works out we have we have to see how giles and jenny get back on track um Mm -hmm. yeah there's there's just a lot of nice things here well, it's also like with them what happens with Buffy and Angel and then Xander and Cordelia and Willow yeah, and yeah. Willow and Oz. Like, yeah, this yeah. episode sets up so much. Like, mm-hmm. this is a masterfully done episode. Uh, yeah, we had a, a review. Um, yeah, and leave a leave a review on uh, yeah, Apple, on the Apple. And you can also rate us on Spotify now if, on the app. You can? A, you can? Yeah, on, if you go to the app, you can, you can click a star thing on it if you're listening Please to this on that. Spotify. 
But uh, yeah, we had a review and they're talking about the second season and how the middle of the second season is when this show really hits its stride. And yeah. uh, I could see this being that turning point of Absolutely. the show because everything's starting to fall into place. So yeah, we're we're excited to see what happens. But yeah, and, and it's great so far. Yeah. Um, so Buffy and Giles go to the vampire warehouse and they're not there. And Spike is listening in over his, you know, from behind like a, a crate or something. And they're like, well, they're not here. Where could they be? And then Oz is there with them. And he's like, well, I know if we're looking for a lot of people in one place, I know where the vampires would be. Yeah. Cause the bronze is closed apparently. Yeah. The so. one night of the one night of the year that it's yeah. closed. So there's like, there's not a lot of places. Yeah. Like, it seems like there is. So Oz's idea turns to be correct in that the vampires and the judge go to the mall and you just was see it, crowds. Was it the mall or the movie theater? I was really. It started out as a movie theater and maybe it's a movie theater in a mall because they were showing a mall too. It seemed. Yeah. I w maybe it's the movie theater at the mall. Like I was really confused. I'm like, are those concession stands and theater in the back? Yeah. Yeah. It, no, it makes I get your confusion because it does start out with showing a movie theater, but then it's like people are walking with bags and walking up stairs. So like there's no stairs really in a movie theater. <laughs> there's stairs in movie theaters. What are you talking about? Where? What movie theater? There's name one. <laughs> there's so many movie theaters that have like floors. What are you talking about? <laughs> there's that one in New York that's like uh on like uh on like 30th Street. That's like four stories high. What? What are you? You never been to a movie theater and gone to the second floor? I mean, at ArcLight, I guess. <laughs> yeah, like, but that place is closed. Oh my gosh, Joe! Most movie theaters don't have multiple floors, Vance. I'm not saying most movie theaters. I'm saying movie theaters have floors. I they think have we need stairs. to comp. We need to compromise. No, we don't. Like they have stairs. You said this, no, 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 no. I'm saying that this is the compromise. This movie theater that they're at. Is a movie theater in the mall? No, I think this is a non anything because when people are milling around, when he's listening to the DM judge, when, the, when, <laughs> when the judge is shooting them, I don't know. They're just like in a, in a, in a, in a sea of people. Like it's nothing. Yeah. No one should just be milling around down there. Dude. So Vance just brought it up. The judge and the vampires come in and they start. I guess kind of wreaking havoc, but <laughs> no, one at the top. The, no one noticed this. Exactly, dude. They're at the top of a staircase. The judge zaps this one guy and he bursts into flames and no one reacts. It's no reaction to a giant Thanos looking alien creature standing at the top of the stairs. Like, uh, like, you, know, like kill, you see kill people, everybody in this town. This town doesn't see, deserve it. Exactly. <laughs> But you see people in the background while he's killing this guy, like not a single one person heard doors slam open. A bunch of like 20 people come in and a giant blue guy yeah. make a guy burst into flames. No one reacts. Unbelievable. Right. But, you know, that's, you know, Buffy's got Buffy. E even later, there's some guy like trying to scoot past them from behind. Yeah. <laughs> Like, before they start doing laser hands on everybody. Yeah. Um, um, so, no one reacts. Then the judge starts zapping everyone in the movie theater slash mall. Mm -hmm. Movie theater. Well, I'll just say movie theater. He starts zapping everybody in the yeah. theater. 
And it's like this big chain reaction where everyone's getting zapped. Mm -hmm. Buffy and the gang show up. And then there's like this pan up to the top of the concession stand. Wait, she shoots him with an arrow. Oh, yeah. She shoots him with an arrow. And he's like, what the hell is this? He takes the arrow out. And then we pan up to Buffy with a crossbow. And she goes, I think I got his attention now. And then the judge is like, what are you doing? Don't you know that no weapon forged could hurt me? Mm -hmm. And then Buffy goes, yeah, maybe that was then. But this is now. And Xander hands her a bazooka. (laughs) (laughs) I loved everything about this. (laughs) It was one thing where I was like, okay, why does he have to teach her how to use this instead Mm -hmm. of just shooting him herself? You know, like, why does she have to do it? Which is whatever. Like, it's her show, of course. Yeah. Um, And she's probably the only person. Well, I guess he's. He's got the training, but he's probably not strong enough to handle a bazooka blast. Yeah. <laughs> and she's standing in the middle of this place. Yep. Wielding a bazooka. And people are now just... Well, the zapping stops Stop. after yeah. she gets he gets shot with the crossbow. Yeah. And then everybody just kind of, like, dusts themselves <laughs> off. Like, They're like what that was, was that? Weird. That was weird. What happened Did we all then? just have a seizure together? Nobody turns to see a woman with a bazooka. Nobody turns to see a giant blue guy. Everyone's just kind of like, huh, that, what was that? When do, they start, sh- when do they start running? Because at some point they all start running. Is it They after? start running after Buffy shoots him with a bazooka. <laughs> <laughs> and they're not even running. Like, they're, they're not trying to escape. It's just like they're Scramble, running back and yeah. forth. Yeah, uh, And I was... So I was so in disbelief so, at that point. So Buffy pulls out the bazooka. She's got the bazooka. He's the judge is just standing there. Drusilla and Angel see that, and they're no fools. They start slow motion running away. Yeah, which is amazing. Yeah, and the judge just stands there like, "What is that thing?" Yeah. And well, he's also supremely confident that like this isn't going to hurt me anyway. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm confused how he got split up in the first place, if he's so powerful. Yeah, I don't know. Um, uh, And then I have, okay, so then they shoot him. He explodes all over the place. But my question is, the whole thing is like no weapon forged against me could hurt him. No weapon forged can hurt him. Yeah. What? So the bazooka is not a forged weapon, I guess. It doesn't make sense, Vance. Yeah. Because at first I was like, oh, a forge meaning like it has to be like swords or something in the fire. But I guess like a blacksmith's weapon or something. But like then the crossbow should still hurt him. Yeah. Because that wouldn't be necessarily uh, forged. I don't know. But yeah. the visual of Buffy in a crowded movie theater <laughs> shooting a bazooka. <laughs> yeah. And like. Like you said, the judge is just standing there and Buffy has to like click so many buttons in order to make this bazooka work. And I'm pretty sure they only got one shot. Yeah. So like if he dodged that, they'd be screwed. And then after it hits the judge, Angel and Drusilla's stunt doubles jump over the railing (laughs) and they land and they're... Drusilla and Angel are like, oh, my God, that just shot a fucking bazooka. We dodged a bazooka yeah. bullet, dude. Drusilla's freaking out. 
Oh, she starts screaming and wailing. Yeah. She's freaking the fuck out. Yeah. And she's freaking out, but the woman behind her is just laying on the ground kind of like, what was that all about? Like, what's going on? <laughs> like, she's way more calm than Drusilla is. Yeah. So then all of the vampires start to scramble because they're like, oh, my God, she just killed the judge with the bazooka. Because the judge, there's like a bunch of black smoke and everything. And yeah. Drusilla tries, runs to escape. Angel starts to run to escape. He's pushing people out of his way. And Buffy's like, no, I'm going to get you, Angel. Mm-hmm. Everybody else, you all pick up the scattered pieces of the judge. Leave I'm, Angel to me. I'm like, is there pieces of him left? <laughs> like, right? They hit him dead center with that thing. <laughs> like i think we don't have to worry about the pieces being reformed again yeah like even if there are pieces there's like a bajillion pieces yeah there's just charred bits of them everywhere and it's such a the show does this a lot but it's very anticlimactic judge finish like i mean it's it's cool bazooka but like Mm -hmm. he's not a threat not he was supposed to bring about the apocalypse and they were like oh all we have to do is hit him with a military weapon. <laughs> oh, you know what stops the apocalypse bringer? Yeah. A bazooka. Yeah. <laughs> this is really promoting the U.S. Army. Not their security and the way they watch stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like the weapons work. And even after the judges died, he is smoking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, he's a bad guy. He's a bad guy. He's fire. But it is like you see the scattered remains of the judge and it is still like a fully formed arm and shit. Yeah. Like, all right, fine. Like, I'm like, please, let's not bring this character back again. Well, like now the gang is like tasked with picking up and Cordelia's like, ew, why do we got to pick up the scattered remains? And, you know, they're all picking up arms and stuff. And Oz sees an arm. He's like, here's an arm. But then we get to the main event here. We get Buffy versus Angel. And then she, the, the sprinklers are going off, so you can't see the stunt doubles' faces as well, which is very good. I mean, you got to have a fight in the rain, and this is the best way to do it. Yeah. So they are going at it. They're wailing on each other. Angel's throwing quips at her about like, oh, you know, you weren't that good, or like, blah, 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 blah. And Buffy is all business. She's kicking his ass. She throws... She, throws his face through a glass like snack container mm-hmm. and then lifts him up through the other side. I thought that was pretty cool because normally you throw a man, you pull him out, but she threw a man in and lifted. Yeah, smash him through another glass thing. Yeah. Um, he's manhandling her too. Like mm-hmm. he also is like his quips are like that the best you got. Don't he, give up on me now. He had a good move where he like grabbed her by the head, spun her, and then from that spin did like a kick to her face. Yeah. It was like a really, it's some interesting choreography in this fight. Yeah, this was a great fight. Yeah. And, you know, then eventually Buffy goes mega berserk and starts just beating the shit out of Angel. And mm-hmm. she throws him into a corner and then she pulls out a spike mm-hmm. to kill him. I don't know where she's holding on to that thing, but sure. Right? <laughs> it's, a, it's a big spike, yeah. too. And then she's holding it and she's staring at Angel. And then he's basically like, you don't have the guts to kill me and then she's holding on to it and then she drops the spike he's like i knew you didn't have it in you and then this is where the show lost me yep yep (laughs) (laughs) yep 
And then this is where the masterfully ep done episode loses me. Buffy lowers the spike. Angel says, I knew you didn't have it in you. Buffy kicks him in the balls. And then he like goes cross-eyed like, oh! <laughs> no, it turns into like a, a weird sitcom. <laughs> oh! <God>. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dumb. It's so dumb. It's awful. It's hilariously dumb. And then Buffy turns around and walks away and she's like, I got time she's or like, something. She's like, I can't kill you now, but give me time. Yeah, give me time. And um, she walks away and Angel's on the floor cross-eyed like, yeah. oh, my vampire balls. And I, if I'm Xander, if they would have cut to the next scene and it was Xander punching Buffy in the face, I would have been like, <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Dude, yeah. this vampire has sworn to kill all your friends. Yeah. Stop letting him go. I get yep. it. You've had sex with him. You're a little hurt. But this dude was working with the people that tried to kill you, Spike and Drusilla, to bring about the apocalypse. Yes. Not just like your friends. They're trying to bring about the end of the world. Yeah. I'm like, I don't think you get to kick him in the balls and go, all right, next, <laughs> next time. Like, I'm like... I'm like, if I'm Willow, I'm like, oh, so now I have to just be, he knows where I live. Yeah. He's been invited into my house once. Yes. According to the rules, he can come back in. Yeah. Buffy, stab him. Yeah, dude. I don't care. There's <laughs> other dudes. I'm sorry. Like, we'll get have you into therapy. We'll get through this. But hey, please. Buffy, have you noticed how courageous Xander's been lately? There's <laughs> other dudes. Yeah. What about that guy Owen that liked the drama? Go back to that guy. Yeah. But the murderous rampaging vampire, you just give him a crotch shot? Yeah. Yeah. I and don't know. his face. <laughs> it's so cartoony. Like, he was such a badass this whole episode. And then cross-eyed nut kick yeah. face. I hated it. How has Buffy not been nut kicking all the vampires? I didn't know that vampires could get hurt like that. I get. I mean, I guess because they can get punched and it hurts or whatever. They but can, like, they can sex up a slayer. So sure. God damn, dude. <sighs> <laughs> so after this. Giles drops Buffy off at home and his he now has like a Porsche or something, like an old school like Aston Martin. Oh, I wasn't paying attention. Some kind of sports car. And he drops her off drops her off and he's like, Hey, I hope you know that this isn't over yet, right? And Buffy's like, I know. Yeah, it's like, not over because you didn't stab him in the chest. Yeah. And then Giles gives her this like, you know, Buffy's super emo and she's like, I just, you know, I loved him. And then Giles gives her like, look, I know you loved him. Um, I'm not here to judge you. I, I could give you the guilt trip if you really want it, but I don't think that's going to be helpful. What I'm here to do is I'm here to support you and I'm here to help you and I want what's best for you and we'll find a way to make this work. Yeah. And I was like, all right, now we're back into another great scene. Yeah, very, like, supportive, great very supportive Giles, which is good because he's been clueless about her losing her virginity to, to Angel, but he's really like, hey, 
you loved him and he apparently loved you like i could tell yeah um yeah he's like he made so many sacrifices for you like i know that he loved you too yeah so i know that what you're going or he says something like i can't imagine what you're going through but like i'm here to support you whatever you need i'm here for you and i was like this is great now we're back to the greatness yeah Um, oh no all the character a lot of the character moments are really good in this yeah yeah so buffy goes back to her home and her mom uh and buffy and her mom are watching this old like casablanca type movie uh that's what you call any old movie yeah i mean i don't watch old movies uh one of those movies where everybody talks like now nah, see let me tell you something kid <laughs> so watching one of those old timey musicals this is the sad, mom, this scene is sad for multiple reasons oh yes it is Buffy's mom comes around from the kitchen and she's got two cupcakes and one of them has a candle and she's like, sorry, I didn't get to bake you a cake or get you a cake, but <laughs> like, I got these two cupcakes. I hope that's fine. And we can go to the and mall tomorrow. We'll go to the mar- mall Saturday, so don't worry about it. And Buffy's got a thousand yard stare yeah. <laughs> and the mom is like, well, here you go. Hope you don't make me sing though, right? And Buffy's like, no, you don't have to sing. And then the mom lights the candle on the cake and Buffy is just staring at it. And the mom's like, all right, well, make a wish. And I was like, oh, this could be cool. And Buffy just goes, I'm just going to let this fire burn. And then just like lays down on her mom and her mom's like, Jesus Christ, dude. (laughs) Like if you're the mom. Is there something more you should do here? Yeah, you're signing up Buffy for therapy the next day. <laughs> like, there's something, there's something up, and yeah. you think they were, she would want to try to at least like poke at it a little bit, and then realize, okay, I'm not gonna get anywhere. Instead mm-hmm. of like, and it's like, is when was Buffy's birthday? It was the last episode. That was technically her birthday day. Yeah, yeah, because they had the surprise okay. party, and then she spent the night at Angel. So it was the next. So, so this, this episode is the next is the day after her birthday. So I the guess. day after her birthday, the mom is giving her the cupcakes. Yeah. Okay. And that's the episode. Yeah, sad Buffy at the end. Mad emo, dude. Yeah this this episode's got a lot going a lot going into it. You know? I loved 99% of this episode. <laughs> I it, Like, I do think at Angel, instead of her nut kicking him and letting him get away, like, he could just do the thing where he's like, oh, we we're fighting, and then just scramble out, you know, just do the scramble yeah. run away. Or just kick him in the face or something, like, incapacitate, like, kick him through the wall, into he, the wall. Yeah, I he, don't goes know. Th- he goes to the, no, like, he, you kick him, he falls out of a window, you go to see him but he's gotten up and run away and you're like oh, there we go away. like just there we go that's what happens like 90 percent of these fight scenes it's like punch punch oh i'll get you next time oh we didn't yeah. bring up this in the cowboy episode uh but when she's fighting him at that arcade mm-hmm. he like punches him she punches him and then he does a flip and the hat falls off and he catches the hat oh and it's a really good I, i'm I'm mad we didn't bring it up because it's a really good visual. And I wonder if they did that on purpose or was it accidental. Um, but the, he does a flip and he catches the hat and it falls off. 
puts it on and looks back and be like, I'll see you again and runs off. Yeah. Which is cool. So if, if Angel could have had a moment like that where his coat gets ripped off or something, it looks like a cape, like a Dracula cape or something. Oh, that'd be cool. Like something like that. And he runs away. I just didn't want yeah. her to let him get away. Yeah. Like she, that's such a great different scene. Like she kicks him through the window and then he gets up. They have like a stare down at each other and then he just w- runs away. Yeah. Just, yeah, like, at least, yeah, like, oh, she's like, they look and they know, like, we're hunting each other. Like, that but, is something, but not a yeah. nut kick. <laughs> but I think the that, nut kick was, like, supposed to be satisfying for, like, any girl who was screwed over by some guy. Yeah. Yeah. But it was so stupid. It was so stupid looking. Yeah. Um, but that's it. Do you, uh, you have any final thoughts about this episode, Vance? Sex equals happiness. Yep, sex equals true, true happiness. True. If he has a moment of true bliss, not like yep. he saw a puppy and he was like, that was really cute, and his heart broke. Not like he was given a gift on Christmas like the Grinch. It's like, nope. Wasn't happy when he gave her the clotter ring. <laughs> no, not happy with the ring. Not happy when she told him she loved him. Nope, that's nothing. He's got to get that dick yeah. in her. Yeah, not happy when they killed the master. Nope. Nope. So that's it. Thank you for listening, everybody, to this episode on Innocence. Uh, like we said earlier, rate and review, subscribe, uh, Instagram at Boys Watching Buffy, email boyswatchingbuffy at gmail.com if you have any questions or you want to write in, say how much you love the show. Yeah. If you hate the show, keep it to yourself, please. <laughs> <laughs> if you hate the show, why are you still listening? Yeah, if you're, if you're an hour and 20 minutes in. <laughs> But so I caught a glimpse of the thumbnail for the next I d- episode. I did too. I did too. So the prediction I feel like is a little. I don't know the really title do though. I don't know the title. The title of the next episode is Phases. Phases. Well, with the glimpse that I saw. Yeah. I'm going to think this has something to do with the moon. Yeah. Yeah. Has something to do with the moon and a little furry creature that comes out. During a certain phase of the moon. We have been predicting that there would be a werewolf episode. Um, yeah. And we thought the hyena one was going to be that. but It took uh, only 27 episodes. Yeah. So it looks like we're getting a werewolf episode next time, everybody. It's going to be a nice break from this yeah. two-parter. Yeah. I'm, I'm jazzed about it. Yeah. It's, I feel like it's going to be back to like the campiness, I guess, a little bit. Or just we'll the, the a... story of the week kind of situation. Yeah. Like less spike less Drusilla. let's just let's just get a silly little story going yeah we need a break from the serious but i mean i'm loving the serious oh yeah i mean you gotta spring that in yeah i'm invested yeah but uh werewolves next time it seems like so yeah once again thank you for listening everybody and stay tuned next time for when we talk about the episode phases It just means that you'd rather be with someone you hate than be with me.